Straw Hut Media. We be rolling. Okay. Hey, Ryan. Today on Brandy Glanville Unfiltered, we have my friend Gretchen Rossi. And unfortunately, her she has a sick baby. She was up all night and cannot do video. But I feel like after watching Watch What Happens Live, we need to get her opinion on some things. Agreed. All right. So let's get her on the phone real quick. And this is going to be a fun download. Even though I don't want to talk about housewives anymore, we're going to do it. <laughs> okay. From Straw Hut Media, <laughs> this is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. This lady that we all know needs no introduction. She is an iconic housewife, a friend of mine, and we are going to get into it. Welcome Gretchen Rossi to the pod. Hi, love. How are you? I'm good. First and foremost, how is the baby? I know that you, we were going to video, but your baby's yeah. sick, so we're, we're doing the audio. You know what? Literally, um, I've decided that any plans that you have to do anything when you have a baby, just forget about it because it never works out the way you plan it. So she's sick right now, unfortunately, and I've just decided that no matter what, Anytime I exit my house, she's going to come back with a sniffle or be sick or something. And so we haven't slept for a couple nights because she just is up all night long. So yeah, right now, not cute today. So thank you for doing audio. <laughs> of course. Well, welcome to motherhood. I feel like anytime I try to plan anything, it, it always goes sideways. So I don't plan anything anymore. I just go, I fly by the seat of my pants and hope everything works out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, you know, it's funny because I, I'm a control freak. So I love to like plan everything out and do everything. And I really feel like God has given, taught me this lesson is patience and like the oh, fact that you can't yes. control anything. Like you just have to let it all go. And most of the times that we have events or photo shoots or something planned, it's without fail every time she's outside and she plays and like she busts up her face or when we have something planned, she gets sick or something just happens without fail every time. So I'm just learning. Oh, yeah, I think that, I mean, I'm the most impatient person on the planet. So when I had kids. I mean, that's the one my, besides the loves of my life, but the takeaway, I mean, and Ryan knows I'm still incredibly impatient, but like, that is the one good thing I've learned. Like you just have to go with the flow and it's not going to happen on my time. It's going to be the way it's going to be. I know. It's so true. Wait, I have a total question for you. Okay. I am loving this, like, uh, mixed family pictures that I keep seeing of you and the family together at all these holidays. Like, how is that working? Is that like going well for you? I'm just so proud of you to see all this. Oh yeah. I mean, it took a decade of fighting yeah, <laughs> and like basically wanting to kill each other, but I think we've just both grown and Eddie's grown and, you know, we're going to be in each other's lives for the rest of our lives because right. we share kids together. Right. And so there's no, there's no way out. You can't just yeah. like, post them. Yeah. And, you know, I think that both Leanne and I have calmed down a lot and the kids are getting older and we realize it's about them, not us. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's honestly, I could sit and talk to her. We get along really well. And, you know, I, like I said, I think we just, we got all the fight out of us. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're married 10 years now. We were together for 13. Like she's paid her dues. She's here wow. to stay. Has it really been 10 years? I can't believe that. I did not know that. 
Yeah, wow. 10 years. Yeah. And she's helping me with, because she's really good at technology. So she's helping me with my son's graduation announcement. And so we kind of, it's nice that we can balance each other out. And we're working on making sure the kids don't call girls bitches together because that's not cool. <laughs> I, I get all the bitches. I'm like, okay, I'm going to smack up beside your head. But no. oh my gosh. No, I got to no. say, I mean, I think that's so great. Like, it's not, so it's just, it's not like weird sitting there talking to her or anything. Like, you, you just, it's done. Like, you guys are cool and you've moved on. No, it's totally normal. I don't have any animosity. I love Eddie's parents, like my own parents. Like I was, you know, I've known them forever. So it's always good to be around them. Um, Eddie still annoys me, but you know, I think that's just always going to be the case because he knows how to poke my buttons, but yeah, yeah, I obviously love him as the father of my children. Yeah. And you know, we're just like, who else am I going to be around? It like they're my pod, really. Yeah, I don't really see that many other people. Yeah, no, but you know what? I love it because I feel like it's just a testament and shows everyone that you know what it doesn't matter what's happened, what's you know gone on in the past. Like there's always a path to forgiveness and to um, you know having some reconciliation, especially for the benefit of the children. And I I don't know. I just think it's a really cool thing. So. I love it. Well, thank you. I think that you just need, you know, two parties to want the want the same thing. I mean, yeah. for the kids. And what about you? Are you close with Slade's ex? So no? yeah, you know what's interesting is so he has two baby mamas. So he has his first wife when he got married at like twenty years of age, and that's who he has his oldest son Gavin with, which is twenty eight now, and he's married. Oh, wow. Gavin's twenty eight and married. Crazy. And we're really good friends with Rose, who was his first wife and her husband. Um, so much so that she actually even came to like our engagement party. Like that's how close we are with um, Gavin's mom. Now, Grayson's mom, Michelle, not so much just because, you know, there's obviously been a lot of turmoil and issues with her. And, you know, we've been super frustrated because she's kept Slade from seeing Grayson for you know, a lot. And we've had to go to court and fight and had cops shut the house and all the drama. So, um, <sighs> you know, it's just, it's really sad because it's just, a, it could be such a better situation. I think if she was a little more open to, you know, just being nicer, I guess, but, you know, and I don't, and I, you know, I'm not in the business of talking bad about anyone at all. I think that, you know, she's a great mom. She loves her son, but, you know, I'm just sad because I think together we could all really, do some great things to help Grayson. And I just, it's, it's, it's a bummer that there has to be a little bit of that. You know what I mean? So. Well, I mean, don't, I mean, you just never know, maybe down the road it will change because I never thought that I would be sitting at mother's day brunch with Leanne Rhymes right. ever. Right. So, you know, know, we had lawyers letters going back and forth and fights and drama. So, you yeah. know, hang on to some hope. I think that a lot of, People and people are still mad at Leanne that are just like, you know, fans of Housewives. And I'm right. not, I'm like, you guys, it's fine. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like because of their own personal experience um, with being cheated on and, you know, not like, and just it, they, it resonates with them more. Like they kind of put their own personal experience into what I went through publicly. Does that make right. sense? No, totally. And I understand that. And I, and it's, it's sweet that people are so, you know, protective over that still with you, but, um, but yeah. And I do hope it changes because, you know, like I said, I, at the end of the day, it really is about, 
his son. And, and, and the thing that's the hardest part is his son's sick. So, you know, losing any time with him is just devastating. So it's just too bad. And, you know, I know she, you know, she, there's always two sides of the story. She has, you know, her side and we have our side and it's, you know, it's just tough when, when it comes from, you know, a, a broken relationship. So anyways, I pray yeah. changes for sure. I, I pray like, all the time. You know, yeah, for sure. Especially, I mean, six-year-old, like he's going to eventually want to be around his father and have a voice of his own. So that's important to remember as well. And, you know, I think that I've never spoken poorly about, you know, my ex or Leon in front of my kids. I'm sure yeah. at this point they've read it on the internet, but I've yeah. always like zip, kept zipped up when anything yeah. was brought up. I was like, well, they love you. Da, da, da. And I think, you know, if, if that's not happening right now, one day he's going to know it. And that's the unfair, unfortunate part for the person that is, you know, keeping him away from his dad. Yeah. I mean, and the truth is, is Slade's exactly the same way. Like, you know, um, anytime that Grayson would ever, you know, say anything about his mom, Slade, like immediately nipped it in the bud and, you know, it was like, absolutely not. That's your mother, you know, and like, just always, always was so right. good about that. And, you know, you know, the press, the press writes all this stuff, the press, you know, writes, he's yeah. a deadbeat dad, doesn't take care of Grayson, doesn't anything. And it's really sad. And, you know, it's just, it's a really sad situation that that's allowed to be said. And, you know, at the end of the day, the kid is very sick and it's a horrible situation. And I do, you know, I do just wish it could be different. So I just pray and ask that, you know, the Lord opens her heart to, yeah. you know, just us trying to all come together for the, yeah. for the sake of, of grace. So anyways, whatever it is, what it is, but well, let's yeah, let's switch to a happier subject because <laughs> yes. that was sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm crying. Um, so I recently watched you on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, what did you and think? I wanted to ask you, how was that? How was that going back, kind of? So, you know, it was so interesting. Um I, you know, Bravo's Bravo's called a few times over the years and you know, we've had chats about doing stuff. And, and I'm not even talking about going back to housewives, just, you know, random stuff to come film and do this or do that. And, um, and I just haven't done a lot of the things that they asked me to do. And then they wrote and they just said, Hey, we're bringing back some of the most loved and favorite housewives from the franchises, whatever. And we're picking one from each city. Do you want to come? And so, and then, you know, it was cool. Cause Andy reached out to me too. And he was just like, I'm excited you're doing the show. So it was kind of one of those things where it was like, I was, I was a little bit on the fence. Cause I thought, Oh my gosh, is this going to be like drama? Are they going to like come after me? Are they going to bring up old crap? And once I talked to the producers and Andy attacks, I was just like, no, this sounds like it's meant to just really be fun and just, you know, kind of like a little bit of a catch up. So I didn't feel as, you know, anxious about it. Cause anything Bravo related, right. it always just feels like it's going to be like negative or toxic or like intense. And so I um, was really happy to hear it was just supposed to be lots of fun. And it ended up being exactly that. So it was just fun and silly. And they even allowed us to like have the final word, although they cut out a lot of what I said. But that's okay. I was wondering because Typical. I, so, and <laughs> when I was watching that, there were so many of you. Uh -huh. um, so I was like, we're not getting the full story here because there's too many girls <laughs> on this show. And I know that there's a lot of shit because I know I would need my own show to I know. just Andy and myself. 
I would be like breaking. I, I have it all written down. There's like three pages. So I was like, there's well, no way. I know. It's funny you say that because when they asked me to say like the final word, I was like, wait a minute. Are you kidding me? Because I literally said the same thing to producers. I was like, um, I need like two, like at least, you know, two days of a special to like go through it all. Um, but that's why I kind of just said, look, at the end of the day, like so much shit was said about me and so many lies and, you know, thankfully all of them have been proven to not be true. Um, and at the end of the day, my, you know, my happiness and where I'm at in my life and, you know, the fact that I'm still with my partner, even though everyone had so much to say about that and, you know, all the shit that went down while I was on the show, people claiming it was fake and just for TV and like all the stuff. And yet all those girls that were in relationships at the time are no longer in those relationships. And I'm still with my guys. So go figure. Right. Um, but that's why I just right. said, you know, the final word word is really right. just, you know, um, is really, you know, my life right now. <laughs> like that speaks volumes, you know, so, um, so that exactly. I just decided to kind of sum it up that way because otherwise, yeah, I was like, uh -oh. I feel like she has a lot more to say than this because I think that everyone in the beginning <laughs> questions played whether he was on to be on TV. So I didn't think that right. was a big, big of a deal because obviously he stood the test of time. So everyone yeah. that said that can eat, the, you know, eat their words. But I'm like, I just felt like there was more to it, and I wanted. To well, Come on, they, tell us no, you're it. so funny. No, I swear it really like they cut out what I said because. You know, I was just, I was talking more about just all the, um, you know, the stuff that I have going on right now. Uh, you know, the fact that I'm um, the, the new face of this company called Life Act that's literally like saving children's lives um, with this anti-choking device and stuff like that. So they cut that out, which, you know, whatever. I mean, that's so, you know, what they always do. Yeah. I mean, I was a little sad because I was like, look, this device is literally saving children's lives. So give me a break. But with that, honestly, most of it, I got to tell you, most of it was above board. Most of it was like pretty much every single thing we said. I think if anything, they had to cut stuff out for just time limits, but it was, it wasn't like all of us girls kind of knew because there was so many of us that we mm -hmm. had to give almost, um, you know, pretty quick one answers. Sentence. Yeah. One yeah. sentence answers. So, um, so I feel like on the after show, we were allowed to talk a little bit more and like they allowed us to ask Andy one question, which was kind of cool. And yeah, um, no, I think that they should do a little bit more of that. <laughs> I know, I know, but it was funny because even when be I came up, seat. I know, I agree. Because even when I came up, I was like, Andy, you know, I have like nine million questions. He's like, I know. <laughs> so I, uh, so it was hard. It was really hard to like come up with that one question. But, um, but yeah. I think it was, I think it was really good. I, I mean, I think it was a lot of fun and. You know, I don't know. I, I was glad that I well, did you look it because I think it's fun. Yeah, no, I, I think you. that you you were safe because of the amount of people there. Yeah. Um because I everyone's gonna have to answer. And I was actually shocked that he had Jill on only because it seems like they have such a contentious relationship because she recorded him and that like that was so many years ago, but that like he definitely he's a Gemini. Wait, <laughs> I didn't years. know she recorded him. Really, I don't remember this. No, no, Jill recorded Andy during Watch What Happens Live so that she could have the full audio, so that when it aired, she had like what had he, she had actually said because they took it out. Oh, and then that's brilliant! It. I didn't well, know she did that. Unless you want to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I like. Oh my god! I almost yeah. spilled my coffee out. That's so funny. Oh my gosh! I did not know she did that. So wait, she did that, and then is that part of the reason that she wasn't on the show anymore, or what happened? I well, that's know. what I would assume. I mean, I feel like she was such a fan favorite. Everyone really loved her on the show. She had the lifestyle that we all like to watch. She and Bethany had such a you know a great relationship to watch. You know, right on, on TV. TV yeah, the two of them. Um, and people have wanted her back on for years and it's just not happening. So I feel like that's, that's probably why, I mean, oh I'm just gosh. making an assumption. I did not. I don't think I'd want someone back on that threw me under the bus, but also on her side, I'd want the whole truth out there. <laughs> so I, no, I mean, and I agree because here's the thing, look, Andy's thrown a lot of people under the bus over the years. And he even wrote a book, you know, talking about all the things he did to like climb up the ladder and he had no like qualms about that so the fact of the matter is it's it to me it's a little funny if he's like you know poo-pooing somebody that does that when he literally admitted it in his book that he did that along the way you know what i mean so um so that's funny to me no but i know I, and i think I it's funny because what so sorry go ahead no 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 i just was gonna say i did not know that that happened was that like a a big thing that was like like did she end up posting what she recorded or i'm confused what yeah, happened you have to google it it's a whole story like it, it really was it was an explosive story i can't believe and- i missed this oh my gosh i had no idea yeah, I think it, it's it's been I mean probably at least 7 or 8 years since it happened, but you know, obviously like if some like Carol called him an asshole at the reunion and they were really close friends and she's gone. So, you know, to say he doesn't hold grudges, of course he holds grudges. Like who doesn't? I mean, I try not to, but I, I definitely have a few. Um, yeah. But I also feel like it's hard to sit. Yes, I would want to sit with him and go over my list. But at the same time, the reason I'm able to have this list is because he gave me a, a job and a platform in the first place. Right, and right. Everything else that I got from it was because of him. So it's it's almost like, uh, yes, I feel jilted in certain ways and rejected and you know unappreciated. But I wouldn't even be feeling these ways had you not given me this platform to get me, you know, 12 other reality shows. Right. So it's a, it's a weird, uh, kind of like, where do you, I don't know. I don't like like, love hate email, relationship. Trust me. I, it's been written. It's sitting in my Google docs. It's like five pages long and I have yet to send it because I just, I'm, you know, I, it's, and it's not a mean email. I just I really am one of those people. And as you know, as a Scorpio, I need mm-hmm. resolution and yes, I need, yes, yes. I need it. I can't have these things weighing over me I know. and without having spoken them, it makes me a little bit fucking crazy. I know me too. Um, you know, it's so weird. I don't know what that is about Scorpios. And I'm, I got to tell you something in my older years, I'm trying really hard to not allow that to consume me because I feel like that trait can be a wonderful thing in some ways. And in some ways it can be a really bad thing. And, and I really don't like, I really don't want that to like consume me because I think sometimes it just really kind of gets in the way of like your moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. So like I fighting right now with my best friend and, and I hate it, but like her way of fighting is going radio silent and me is like reaching out yeah. and saying we need to talk and not yeah. having that talk gives me anxiety every day, totally. all day long because totally. we've been best friends for 25 years oh, and yeah. it's not even a real fight. Like I just want to talk right. and 
But because it's not resolved, whether we can just, you know, just agree to disagree or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it literally caused me to break out in like hives and psoriasis. And <laughs> I, so I know. swear, I, think I know. Constantly. No, I so know. I'm the same person. Like it literally. <laughs> and you know what's frustrating for me is I grew up in in a family or in a time, I guess, probably you too where like nobody talked about any of their emotions and nobody talked about things. And like in my family, everything's just swept under the rug and it just makes me crazy. Like if, if there's something going on, I need to like talk about it and deal with it and confront it. And then I'm like over it. It's like, okay, done. Let's yeah, move on. Exact right. But I, but I can't but not address it. And it, and I know what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was hard. Cause even with the whole like Bravo thing and, and even what went down there. Yeah. I, f- I feel you on that. Like I never really got to like, I mean, I kind of did cause I sent him a letter from my lawyer, which didn't go very well, but, still. I was say, but, but that's where I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. That's where I feel like when that happens, Bravo, they don't like people that get litigious. No. They just are no. like, are you joking? No. So I want to understand your decision to do that because yeah. I feel like, they get so mad when the ladies send letters between each other, let alone right. the, it, it they're like, okay, she's not coming back. Cause we don't, that's, we're here to not be, you know, muzzled by a, a, a lawyer. So yeah. what made you decide to do that? Cause I want to shake you a little bit because I don't think you should have done that. <laughs> I know so many people say that, you know what, here's the thing. When the bottom line is what it came down to for me, um, was just ethics and integrity and you know the the production company was very aware of the lawsuit that i was in with the man that has now been convicted of stalking and harassing me among eight other counts or however many counts it was um and you know i went and sat down with them and i you know brought the stacks of paperwork and evidence and everything that was happening and i just said you know what this is not fodder for the show anymore like this is literally my life being threatened This is somebody stalking and harassing. And this was like, you know, way back before the like Me Too movement and all the shit that was going down. You know, there was pictures being photoshopped. We literally had forensic people come into the courtroom showing how he had photoshopped pictures of me and changed dates on pictures to try and make it look like something was going on between us. I mean, it was really, really messed up. And what a lot of people don't realize is I won that court case by a landslide because there was so much evidence. Well, against had you him. let them film it, they would know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing. No, I just, they, no, no. Brandy, listen to me. They could have filmed all day long the court case. They didn't want to film that. They wanted to just make it look like what the women were accusing me of was true. This is the problem I had with them. This is why I got upset was come into the freaking courtroom, film all this, show the truth, but they didn't ever want to show the truth. And what pushed me to my limit was after I had said to them, no more, like you are literally putting my life in danger. This is no longer like, this is like my real life. I'm, I'm being affected. My hair is falling out. I'm literally like having nightmares. I can't even go out and drive in my car because somehow he figured out how to get the lug nuts taken off my car. Like crazy shit was happening to me. It was literally like a lifetime movie. And they just kept allowing the women to talk and, and say stuff that wasn't true and kept giving this guy ammunition. And I just was like, this isn't funny anymore. Like this is not okay. And I really wish it had been maybe after the Me Too movement that it happened to me because I do think the network would have seen it from a different point of view. And I think that they would have maybe taken it a little bit more seriously. Um, 
but well, it, yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot of things that I've gone down on these reality shows that prior to BLM and Me Too and all of that yeah. would never have made yes. it to air. Yes, and, yes, and, and, and now I, the girls. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, and the bottom line is, is that I do, you know, I, I find it funny. How can Bravo sit there and and fire somebody, but yet they're the ones that were like standing right there and allowing it to happen. Like at what point do you, do you, you can't, you can't be like, okay, this is totally fine and good enough for my ratings. But then when the audience has a problem with it, now we have a problem with it. Like to me, that's a little contradictory. Like either you believe that that's wrong and you should fire them on the spot and be like, that's not allowed on our network. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I just think no, it's I a little strange. Yeah. I think, I think that we all, I think everyone around got a big wake up call to what is okay and what isn't. And then when people's lives started getting canceled, I feel yeah. like there was a lot of people that just had to pin it on someone and get rid of certain people right. so that they could say that they were not wrong in it, you know? Right. And I, I do I saw that happen across the board, even with friend like with everyone. Yeah. So Yeah. I and I, you know, and I do understand that. I don't, I don't believe in, in anything that took place. I'm not con uh, condemning what these people did, but what I'm saying is as a network, you have to take responsibility for what is being aired and what you're allowing to air that's making you tons of money. And then later on, you just destroy these people's lives and be like, thanks. Okay. We're done with you. Bye. And it's like, these people lose huge contracts. They lose, you know, the money coming in from the show. It's like, if you really believe that and you really stood in that, then in that moment when it was being filmed or when it was being done, you probably should have said something then. That's the only thing that threw me off on, on a lot of what transpired. You know what I mean? It's just like, you can't really play yeah, those no, sides I'm, of the I'm fence. Like, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like if they were going to show one side of it, they should have showed the equal side of it, your side of it as well. Um, we're not showing it at all, like, not showing it at all and, and canceled right, exactly. that person at that other. time. Do you know what I mean? Canceled that, that character at that time because you, you felt that they were being racist or they were being this or they were being whatever. Then you should have let them go in that moment, not later on after you get the, the ratings and then come back and go, oh yeah, this is how we feel now. Like that's strange right. to me. No, I understand what you're saying. I'm like, I'm kind of of... I feel what you're saying, but I, I'm on the part where, yes, that was wrong, but also like where if I'm on a reality show, I'm sharing everything, but you're in a different position because they're only sharing one side of it. So if I'm, yeah. if it endangered me, I probably would have done the same thing as you. I just yeah. know that I didn't know the whole, I honestly had no idea what was the reason for the legal letter sent. Yeah, most um, people didn't. And by the way, just so you know, I didn't threaten a lawsuit. What I said to them is I said, look, if you guys continue down this path, then I'm going to have no choice but to do this because what you guys are choosing to air and putting out there is the exact thing that I sued this guy for. So now you are doing the exact same thing that he has done. So you're going to be pulled into the situation because you're, you're basically repurposing the same thing that he's done. You're posting pictures that are not, that are Photoshopped, that aren't real, that are this, that are that. So, and by the way, as soon as they did air it, they, they, they blurred everything out because they knew I was right. They knew it. And so what I said to them is I said, look, I've been nothing but, you know, um, uh, a team player. I've, I've, um, you know, been good to your crew and cast. I'm easy on the system. I'm not difficult. I don't call you every week going and complaining right. about something. I don't complain about the edit. I didn't do any of that shit. 
I always was a team player and I showed up, I did my job and I did it well. But once they push a line with me and as a Scorpio, you know this, once you get past that line, you just go enough's enough. And at that point, my, my life was truly in danger. And I don't think they were taking it seriously. And all I said to them is if you choose to move forward with this, then I do not want to return for the next season. And they said, okay. And so that's how, that's how it ended. It was like, okay, then fine. And they, they, they didn't want to take it seriously. So that's why I left the show. But most people, you know, don't really know that story because nobody ever, you know, Tamara was out spinning that, you know, I was fired and all this other shit, but whatever. I don't care. It actually worked to my benefit because the fans were pretty upset about it. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, exactly. And I, you know, I think that we all need to understand that, you know, producers are not your friends. They're, they pretend to be your best friends. They really are not your best friends. Like Mm -hmm. when I was in my lawsuit that for something that happened on watch what happens live that I'm not really allowed to talk about anymore. I got a, you know, a legal letter saying I had to stop publishing it. I'm like, I can't, I I asked Robert, can you please stop playing it? But it wasn't up to me, but it kept getting played over and over again as like the best 10 highlights of watch what happens live. And then I would get more legal stuff piled onto me. I'm like, you guys, it's on YouTube. I cannot control what Bravo shows and what Bravo doesn't show, but ultimately they care about the show and ratings and that's, that's it. So once you get that, like I always know the show is first and it took me a while to figure that out. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you know, I know that last season with when Denise was on, they were traveling a lot and she had told me that it was really crazy when they would go to airports because all the fans were like coming straight up to them and you know, they didn't provide bodyguards or security or anything. Right. And, you know, and they were all complaining because it has gotten to the point where it is a phenomenon. Yeah. These people are ultra famous and yep. it is scary when people know your life and they don't like you on TV and then they yeah. can actually come up to you at the airport. I know. I and know. that's frightening. So I think that a lot of things have changed because I, I know that they have security now. Um, oh, but, good. You know, I didn't know that. Right. That, no, it was, uh, I think, of last year's, the when it started. Because that mm-hmm. is, it's very frightening to go through the airports when everyone's coming up to you, people like you, they don't like you. And I yeah. understood that. Yeah. So I think that we're all living and learning and trying to figure out that that shit wouldn't be half, like what happened to you wouldn't be happening right now. Because I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think we've all have... learned a huge lesson. Yeah. We can't, you can't, think... you can't endanger someone's life. No. And I think they would have taken it a lot more seriously. And I just think, you know, just for, for, you know, the press and media side of it, of, you know, the whole Me Too movement. And if that came out that they weren't, you know, caring about that, I don't think that would reflect well on the network. So I definitely think, and you know what, here's the thing at the end of the day, I, because of, you know, talking to certain people, producers, whatever, I know that the network, you know, was, was felt bad about what went down. And I think that they regret the way it went down. Um, I don't think that, you know, I think the next season after I left was not a great season for them. And that's why they called me. And, and literally, I mean, it was so funny when the showrunner called me and he's like, hi. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, um, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna, or he goes, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm just going to get straight to it. And he's like, you want to come back to house And I was like, sure. Pay me $5 million. And he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, I'm dead serious. And he's like, okay, fine, gotta go. Anyone get five million dollars? No. Oh yeah, I totally, I totally was like five million dollars. And it's funny because I've, I've said that ever since then. I'm like, are you gonna pay me five million dollars? I mean, it's, it's oh, like an ongoing joke now. I mean, obviously they never pay that, but that's oh, yeah. the point. No, I is mean, like, 
<laughs> I mean, that's the point. It's, it's like a joke. This is the first season that I didn't get a call asking, do you want to come back and play for a few days? Yeah. And so, I mean, but it's fine because I get that I was getting the call every, I think one other season I didn't, but I was just like, I, you know, I'm a single mom. I have to do what I have to do. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just know the call. I'm like, all right, let's do this. And I well, actually said, my- <laughs> your tagline thing that you posted the other day was kind of funny. <laughs> That's what I was going to just tell you. I just, they're like, these bitches have my number and they always <laughs> use it for chickens for them. You know, because- I, I feel you on this. I I saw something that was posted on, on an Instagram thing where you said, you know, I was kind of hurt because it's like you feel like you're just kind of used. Like you feel like every time they call you when things get boring, you come and you deliver and then they don't call you and, and ask you back full time. I mean, whatever even happened with you, I don't even know. Like just all of a sudden they were just like done or what, like what happened there? I, I, I could tell you, I knew I mean, I told Andy on Twitter and in emails to go fuck himself. So that is not oh, something shit. I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I've learned a lesson. I just am so, because I was so upset with them showing part of a story and not the whole story. Right, right. I basically was so stressed out and depressed and looked bad. And I was like, are they ever going to show me in a good light? Like, is that ever going to happen? Right. And, and I was just upset. So that is basically when after that season, I think my last season, I knew my manager's like, oh, they don't have a show without you. And I'm like, trust me, I'm not getting asked back. Just trust me. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Wow. I, what did hurt was just that, you know, Andy and I had spoken about me coming back and we had these long conversations. And then when I found out they were filming for the season, I found out through Kyle, no one mm-hmm. called, not Andy, not Alex, not anyone to say, hey, mm. thank you. But we're not going to ask you back. I just would have appreciated some sort of communication. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, no, I, I agree. Like- I mean, and that's the part that's hard about them. It's like, you literally, you really don't know. Like they just, they, one second they love you and they want you back on the next second. They're not even calling or talking to you or, I mean, it, it's just, it's very confusing. And by the way, it's not just you and me, like you talk to anybody no, it's, it's in any of the franchises everybody. and everyone's like, yeah. You just never know. Like the wind blows in a certain direction, they're going that direction. Like you never know what they're going to do, why they've done it. It's most of the decisions that they make sometimes feels like that was the weirdest, oddest decision. So you just can't really figure out what. No, and then we're all replaceable. I mean, people just have to totally. remember that. Don't get too comfortable. Like I, totally. I honestly thought after Taylor lost her husband during the show, he committed suicide. Like we owe her a season, like let's get her right. back on her feet. And then right. she wasn't asked back because they thought it was too depressing, I think, but gosh, wow. So you I lose know. your husband, you lose your income. I don't know. I don't even like Taylor. Well, and, but, well, that's sweet of you to say that then I like her. She's my <laughs> friend, but, but here's my point. You, you th- oh, this sorry. is the part that's so confusing. No, I, I won't, but she'll probably hear it on the podcast, Brittany. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but, but here's the part that's confusing. So, so they'll do something like that with like a tailor, but then yet with a Teresa, they like basically give her a special to, to make, give her enough money to pay off all of her restitution or whatever it was. Like, it's well, very confusing <laughs> who they, they pick, you know, that they're going to help and who they're not going to help. I mean, I do, that's what I'm saying. It's very 
it's very like, but I think you know, Teresa had like a happier, further storyline coming out of jail. Like there was no coming back for Russell and it was probably going to be a little depressing. I still think they owed it to her, but I feel yeah. like they, num- their number one thing is the show. Everyone has to remember it's all about the show. That yeah. is what they care about. Ratings of yeah. the show. And if well, anyone takes it personally, like we all do, yeah. we're going to yeah. just have to fuck off, I guess. Well, not you. I mean, all of us. I mean, all of us. No, I know. You're totally right. Because you're absolutely right. No no one person makes or breaks a show. I mean, we've seen it through, you know, the last few years of them getting rid of a lot of the OGs on a lot of the franchises. And the show still continues on and does well. Although I will say, um, what is your thoughts about about the new little all-star show? And the reason I ask that is because I remember Andy saying in a couple different interviews that because all the fans were like, oh, we need like an all-star show with all the girls from the different franchises coming together. And he's like, no, that's like called jumping the shark. And as soon as you jump the shark, that's like, that's like, that's like a foreshadowing of that the housewives isn't doing as well and that maybe it's going down. Yeah. So what's your thoughts about that? Um, you know what? I don't, I, I feel like I want to see it and because only because I want to see if it, it is going to be just a vacation of people that, that don't really know each other and are going to get along and it's going to be boring or are they going to go in and have drama, just have drama because they don't know these people. So Mm -hmm. I'm interested in seeing it. I just, I hope that if uh, they ask myself to do it, you're with me. And I hope Camille oh. is not because I have a feeling they would just put me and Camille together because we are not friends. Um, well, but but like, let me ask you about that because it seemed like all the girls that went on the trip seemed like they all got along really well. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was an odd um, pairing. I mean, like yeah. whatever, not pairing, but like an yeah. odd grouping. Group. Because yeah. I do know they all like, like each other. So yeah. I would have pers- – like if it was me, I would have put LVP and Kyle together. You know, I would have put like people that had beef in the past together. But then I guess it would have turned into like separate shows and it wouldn't right. have been uh, – yeah, right. I don't know. I just don't – yeah, I don't know if, if – I, I asked Kyle how the, the All-Stars went and I didn't get an what answer. But oh. she didn't answer because I think she was on the trip because I don't know yeah. how long they were there. It didn't but, seem like super long. It seemed like like five or six days or something. It didn't seem like it was a super long trip. But I mean, here's yeah, the thing. I, mean, I, I think I think that Bravo did that very much as a business decision because I think that they are trying to get people to go on their Peacock uh, streaming you know platform. Oh, right. And I think they weren't getting a lot of people to go over there. Like they even called and were like, can you promote this? And I'm like, sure, pay me to promote it. Like I'm not just doing shit for free for you guys, you know? Yeah. And so they um they uh it's a way to drive to, fans. Yeah, yeah. So I think what they're I think it was a business decision of like, look, how are we gonna get people to get on that platform and download that platform? And oh, I know one of our, you know, most popular shows, let's pull these girls together from all these different franchises and everybody's gonna want to see all these girls together. So I think you're right. I don't think it was really meant to be this like drama-filled, you know, because I don't think they want to pull viewers away from Housewives per se. I think they're just trying to figure out how to get people to their streaming platform and what better way than to pull from every single franchise, you know, all the um, fans from every single yeah. franchise and, you know, like put some of your favorite. The most popular girls yeah. and put them together. That's yeah. I think you're, now that you said that, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I have all, yeah. all these different hunches. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. of course I'm going to go and stream it and watch it. I just to just to see it. I think because I people are like, why do you watch? I'm like, I look at it at the different perspective, and yeah. I don't watch. I've stopped watching the other housewife shows. Honestly, like I I stopped. I started watching New York the other night, but then people started screaming, and I just turned it off. I was like, why are we screaming? Like, I just can't deal with grown ass middle-aged women screaming. I don't want it anymore. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch any of them. The only one that I watched literally since I left was Beverly Hills last season. And the reason I was pulled into that was because I was so fascinated by the Denise situation and the way that they put that trailer together was so like, different and so epic compared to any other trailer like they, they it was such a good like cliffhanger and so it really like drew you in so i totally commend them for you know doing such a good trailer but i actually canceled my cable and, so and I you're welcome get <laughs> i know exactly, exactly. and you're welcome but, but i that was the only one i mean like don't get me wrong i don't live under a rock like you go on your instagram no, and they have you know memes and clips and you know all this stuff so i definitely have a clue what's going on on, you know, well, not oh, yeah. the like, I'll watch but- it if I'm bored one day, but like, I'm not sitting on pins and needles. I am kind of excited for, for Beverly Hills, just because I, I want to see what, I mean, I, this sounds horrible to say, but thank God Erica got a divorce. I mean, oh it's God. a horrible <laughs> thing. Like that's going to be their season. And it sucks yeah. to want to have like something negative happen to someone in order for us to have a good season. So it's just a total mind fuck. But, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But I mean, well, the truth is, is that it is, it really is like that. Like the, bra- they've, they've, they've bred the Bravo fans to like some sort of juicy scoop drama, whatever. So if there's not something like that going on, it it can make for not a very exciting show. So I that's get what you're I saying. Get my, that's when my phone rings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh. <laughs> well, it was so good having you today. We actually went over time. Oh, um, okay. What are you, what are you promoting? What do we want to promote? Oh, you're so sweet. I'm I'm really just promoting saving lives right now with uh, LifeVac. As I said, it's the anti-choking device um, that is a one-way valve that can literally um, clear your airway of any obstruction. And it's already saved 128 lives. I've already had so many emails coming to me from families that are like, thank God for your advertisement because my little girl was saved or my little boy was saved. So I'm just so, you know, honored to be the face of such a, an incredible device that's saving people's yeah. lives. A lot of people don't realize this, but choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths uh, worldwide. And and the Heimlich maneuver only works 50 to 70% of the time. But when you have this device, it's it's increases those chances to like 99%. So I really just am trying to do this PSA for all the parents, for all of the, you know, schools, restaurants, people out there to have this almost like as if it's like a a fire extinguisher. Like a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Yeah, Like something just there. I mean, they always um, recommend you. Yeah, that makes it makes perfect well, sense. Well, they always recommend to do the Heimlich maneuver protocols and whatnot uh, beforehand, and then if that's not working, then to you know use this as you know the second source of trying to remove whatever isn't stuck in the airway. And I can't even tell you, like I said, so many stories of people like we were trying to dislodge it, we were doing you know the Heimlich, we were doing everything, okay. nothing worked, and then finally this pulled it out. So anyways, if you go to lifefact.net, you can get it and then use my code Gretchen10 and they can get a percentage off. And it costs less than a tank of gas. So think about that. You can save a life for less than a tank of gas. I'm going to 
to use it for my dog because he chokes on the daily. I'm not joking. Like I, I got <laughs> bit by him, but he was choking. That sounds horrible. But also I choked as a child and I almost died. So I, we will put this link on the podcast Thank and you. we, we wish the best for you. Hope your baby girl feels better. Tell Slade, mm-hmm. we're glad that he stayed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks so much, Brandy. Have a great day. We'll All right. Bye, honey. Have a good day. Bye. 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 Wow, I didn't really I didn't realize we had that much to talk about. Honestly, well, first of all, uh first of all, I am very curious to know does does she didn't know anything about this Jill thing? And like how how long ago did that happen? Um I mean, at the beginning of New York Housewives, like I think the show's been on for a decade or even longer now. So Maybe a decade ago. I I remember it was a big scandal. Just feels like something that she would know. But maybe like you only, you watch them all. Maybe she only watches, I don't know. Maybe she well, yeah, only watches and I found Orange out K- about it like on Watch Rappens Live. You know, yeah. like it, it was yeah. a big like Bravo thing. So, and I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe she just didn't watch it. I don't know. But she can Google it now. <laughs> She's going to. I can I tell. Know. She was like blown away. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But that was a good little catch up. And I think like, yes, if you're on a reality show, you have to show 100% of your truth, but then they have to be responsible and show 100% right. if it is going to endanger you. Obviously, Housewives doesn't show 100%. They show highlights of bad behavior. But if someone's in that situation, they have it's, a responsibility to be responsible. It, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, she definitely feels wronged, but she yeah. still is kind of working with bravo in a way you know i just i don't think that you're ever not a housewife so i think that you're always for the rest of your life no matter what you do will be referred to (laughs) as as a housewife housewife. so i think she she gets that too yeah um let's do a haiku let's do it i'm getting that choking thing for buddy i'm not joking do it everyone get one yeah okay are you ready for the music yes COVID is lame. It's changing the game. The Olympics, that is. We may not have them. And that is it. (laughs) We may not have them now. Oh, wow. It keeps going. (laughs) Five rings. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.